Welcome to the Roundtable with Abram and Aisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy New Year. This is our first Roundtable for 2021. Yeah, the first one. Not only is the first one, we kind of been on a little hiatus. A hiatus, yeah. Um, for those of you who do not know, Abram and I just had our fourth child, yeah. first son. And he is Abram's namesake, Abram Foster Jr., a.k.a. AJ. AJ, what about AI, MeJ, um, you know, something of that sort. I'm still not sold on AJ, but that's what everyone calls him. Everyone calls him AJ. Abram calls him MeJ, whatever or, that means. Or AI. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. It's not settled. It <laughs> you ain't got settled. all this life to figure it out, so... Uh, but because of that and because of me needing that much needed um, time to recover, you guys know how newborn babies are and not much sleep. We had to take a li- little bit of a break, but we're back now. And it's interesting because while we were on this hiatus, as yeah, we, we've learned a few it, things, we've huh? been learning a few <laughs> things and the Lord has been dealing with us on a few things. Um all of the remainder of last year and it's funny it's interesting you guys have heard me say many times before that I I study I've been studying the letters and every time I go to a different letter there's something in that letter that the Lord points out to me it just pops off the page and at this time this is last year 2020 um I was studying in the book of 2nd Corinthians and when I got to 2nd Corinthians chapter 13 verse five stood out to me. So I'm going to read verse five. I'm going to read it here in King James version. And then I'm gonna go to the amplified, but it said, um, examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith, prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. That first part of it, examine yourselves is what really stood out. Let me read that in the amplified because it's really, really good. This is 2 Corinthians 13, 5 again. It says, test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as committed believers. Examine yourselves, not me. I mean, that in itself is kind of a, a mouthful right there. Examine yourselves and not me. And as that scripture just popped out for me, I knew I needed to begin to examine myself. I knew I needed to begin to judge my own self. Was I, was I doing everything I was supposed to be doing in the Lord? Is my life lining up to his will? Um, interesting. It says in, in the amplified, examine yourselves, not me. You know, it's so easy to examine somebody else's life, Mm -hmm. but not our own. And so, um, I during that season it's funny because Abram didn't know I was reading this but we both were in a season where the Lord began to purge us and correct us and we really had to examine ourselves you know so one of the things that we both and I'm gonna let Abram speak one of the things the Lord dealt with both of us out on was our tongue and what we are saying and how we are judging something before before the time so Abram you want to pick it up we're at the part where we were both talking about the the old man. Yeah. Story time. <laughs> no, um, I was reading. Actually, I already had 
read this book and you know when you read something one thing may come out or speak Mm -hmm. to you than than the other person and so this one spoke to me and the book wasn't even about this really no it was totally building your faith yeah and this was just an example in the book but didn't necessarily talk about the faith part but i'm sure it ties into the faith in the the whole uh story but this one uh, example it was a kenneth hagan book and there was this uh, old man and he looked really young. He had all his hair. He had all his teeth, you know, and you know, he was a 90 of, year, year old. Yeah, 90, 90 years, years old. old. And so um, he looked really good. And someone asked him or maybe just told him, why do you look so good? Like, why do you, and he still has his strength? He wasn't how we think of an elderly person at 90 years old. Yeah. You in the bed and someone is, is feeding you possibly. Mm-hmm. So he looked like he was 50, but yeah, he was 50 90 years old. And nine, yeah. And then he said, someone asked him, why do you look this way? And he stuck out his tongue. Mm-hmm. He yeah. stuck out his tongue. You're like, why is he sticking out his tongue? Yeah. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. The tongue is such a big part of who we are. Yeah. What we say, what is in us comes out of us, as Jesus talks about. Yeah. And we use our tongue to to bless God and curse God. I believe it talks about it in, in James. Yeah, in James chapter three. Well, even in that story, though, he said um, he said to them, yeah, he, he stuck his tongue out and he says, I keep my tongue from yeah. speaking evil. Yeah. That which is, is in the scriptures, yeah. you know, um, first Peter three, verse 10. It's also in the in the book of Psalms. But I go to this one in the New Testament. First Peter three, verse 10 says, for he that will love life and see good days. Remember, this man was 90 years old. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak. No guile or no, no deceit. That's yeah. What Psalm that is. 34, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter was referencing. And that part stuck out to me so much as we're doing a podcast about it, of course. And so I'm like. The tongue, it, it really can course your life. It, it can take you down this path or that path. And I thought about it myself because my my, my mom says that I, I have a, a sharp tongue at times, you know, <laughs> and I and I say things that can cut. And I'm like, what? I'm like, OK, yeah, 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 I got it. But the tongue is something that really can can hurt someone. You know, they say sticks and stones can um, may break my may bones, my bones but, but words will never hurt you whatever please y'all know them words be hurting y'all know they hurt <laughs> and so when we when we speak when i speak it was pertaining to me so i'm like you know what what do i say and i'm like oh man i i i vowed to say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna work on my tongue and then after i made that decision me and aisha talked about when we when we say something that's kind of awful, we say something maybe kind of slight a tongue, you know, or we mean a little bit, we say 90 year old man. Yeah. And I was like, I did it already. I, I just said, I'm not going to do this right. Yeah. And then I saw that it was hard in a sense to, to keep the tongue. Yeah. The tongue is it, it, just not something so that easy. just, yeah. It's just something that it's almost, it just comes out as if it's automatic. And then you see how far you are. It's like, oh, man, I got to work on my tongue. I got to work on my tongue. And while I was trying to, while I was trying to do this, man, it, it was very hard and I couldn't even barely get any words. I was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything because I need to work on this. I really need to work on this. 
And so you want to go ahead and read that whole um, chapter, well, not the chapter and verse, but those verses. James, James chapter three, yeah. where it talks about the tongue. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this to me is it really tells you how powerful the tongue is and important it is to to keep our tongue. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll give some examples of how how the Lord dealt with us because there's many different things. I mean, well, I'll just go ahead and read James chapter three, and then we'll go from there. It says, um, I'll start at verse. I guess I'll start at verse one. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man. And that's something. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also the ships, which thou, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small hymn, whithersoever the governor listed. Even so, verse 5, even so the tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Verse six, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire, the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. And I'm going to go on down to verse nine. It says, therewith, bless we God, even the father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. And I think that was one of the main things the Lord was showing us. Mm. Um, we're so, we can be very opinionated. Oh, and me? Yes. Yes, my <laughs> love, you. <laughs> that was only for. Let, uh, let your tongues be not speak deceit. <laughs> that was only for comedic uh, humor. That is all. <laughs> and as situations and things arises, we're just ready to just pounce on it and, yeah. and, and give our diagnosis, give our opinion on it, judge the matter. I mean, yeah. we, that's, just, that's just what we do. And the other scripture, real fast, I want to go to was First Corinthians chapter four, verse five, because this is I think this is um, this is really something because it says it says there. I'm uh, sorry, I went to First Corinthians five. Let me go to four, verse five. It says, therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And then shall every man have praise of God. It is so easy for us to judge another man's life. It's so easy for us to correct another man's life. But what did Paul say in second Corinthians chapter 13? He said, examine yourself. See if you are in the faith. See if you are walking right with the Lord. See if you, your life is lining up, but yet we're so quick to say, well, this person did wrong. Yeah. When Jesus said, get the beam out of your own eye, then you can help the person get the moat out of theirs. Yeah. The beam is actually bigger than the moat, by the way. That's right. That's right. And, and it's it's just something that just comes so naturally because we see something that is not right or wrong that we perceive to be wrong and that's what abram and i would do and when the lord began to deal with us we had marvelous opportunities to um watch our tongue and it wasn't always easy and so we found ourselves keep saying 90 year old man 90 year old man how many times did you tell me that 
from the first time he said 90 year old man minutes i don't even know if minutes went by before probably not probably <laughs> before not. i started having like oh i did it again i did it again you know it just keep happening yeah. happening and it's like okay this is really something that the lord wants us to correct yeah i mean it was so easy for me to just continue on and did i what what did i say i don't man it's it's so a part of me that i'm like okay god really want us to want me to 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 handle that yeah because it's you're actually not speaking life you know we're speaking just sometimes meaningless things and then if you began to think of like you know what death empowers in the life of the tongue and everything that we just read in james and when aisha just read unless you really have to consider your words consider what am i saying is this going to be helpful is this going to edify or is it going to be detrimental to the person i'm speaking about or to and a lot of times we gossip you talk behind people's back Mm -hmm. and that goes on so much and then also and we'll probably get into this next um next time but those type of things it cuts off the spirit of God in your life. It yeah. cuts off the blessings of God. It yeah. cuts off things that we have, may have been wanting and you're wondering why I'm not seeing certain things in my life. Our tongue is really just chopping down those, um, say that um, stalk, if you will, to God, to you mm-hmm. know, climb higher to God. It's like you're cutting your own feet mm-hmm. or your legs mm-hmm. from under you. And you're wondering when you or this the same, you know, two steps forward, one step back. It's because our our tongue, we're doing it ourselves. Yeah. No one else is is doing this to us. We have power over our own tongue. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that That's God good. gave yeah. us power over. We what is your authority over your own tongue? If you hung up on, you know, the authority that we have in Christ, look at your own life. Don't you have power over your own tongue? That's a another uh teaching for another day. But it really showed me that my tongue it just it just goes off and kindles a fire yeah it really does and so when you begin to to think about it and meditate on those things and just just try it out and see how fast that you have (laughs) failed i ain't the only one no me too you 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 will fail too but we we must get to a point where it's not just like that i mean it's so quickly it's so quick that it just goes and you like did i what i say you don't even know what you said yeah because it's so ingrained in us that is how some of us express ourselves how some of us speak you know and we hadn't even gotten to the corrupt communication and the cursing and all that we're just talking about something that is just the tongue in general yeah it, it, it goes into many different um pathways to where these these sure. things can go and I'm like, wow, this tongue is a powerful thing, isn't it? But interesting. I mean, what did what did James say in the book of James? We we bless God. We're praising God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. You know, um, but then we curse men. Mm-hmm. We curse men. It's the moment we see them failing. Sometimes I think we 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 already have it ingrained that at some point somebody's gonna mess up, and you're ready to pounce on them when they mess up you know mm-hmm. it's we 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 bless god but we curse men and i'm not saying that you're not wise or we're not saying that you just have to be mute mouth that's not yeah. what we're talking about here we're talking about how 
we are using our tongue to speak evil, how we are using our tongue to judge a matter before it's time. And this is this is actually very prevalent even right now in, mm-hmm. in, in today with all that's going on. We have a lot of different things that's happening in the world and a lot of different things that people have said and, and prophesied and all of that. And and we're ready to judge these people instead of operating out of the out of the law of love. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that let love let let that be your ultimate goal in life to walk in love. So when you are looking at these things and when you are dealing with people, whether they are wrong or not, it doesn't mean that you have to be so um, what's the word? You're callous. You're callous. Yeah. You're you're not you're not operating in the law of law of love this tongue thing it's it's a really big thing you know we've heard the scripture i mean we've heard teachings many times before about oh watch what you say and i mean i've heard so many different teachings about your tongue your tongue your tongue and sometimes you just like oh my goodness it was like a big a, a big thing only speak blessings in your life and da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. and and yes those words are true but it was kind of like okay this is kind of this is almost overkill but if you really begin to examine yourself yeah and you really begin to see how you are speaking how you are speaking against people how you are speaking it could be against your spouse your it could children. be even your children you could be speaking death in your children you could yeah. be telling them they stupid they're idiots they they're not going to be anything those words have power mm-hmm. those words is going to speak either life or death and those your children going to be exactly what you tell your children they're going to be yeah you know our children make us mad but we we do our hardest to make sure that we're not calling them dumb or stupid or this or that we try to we we, we make sure that we're saying no we we discipline them we we correct them but yet we're not going to come against their character, come against their yeah. um, who they are, because that's not what we're called to do. And and we have a lot of that going on right now. I remember one of the times I was praying and Jesus, um, uh, some of our church members know this, but Jesus, he began to speak to me about how we deal with things and how we're dealing with people. And before we know it, we're calling all type of people, all different names. And he said, don't do that. He says, when you do that, you stop whatever praying that you were doing, whatever thing that, that you need in your life to be handled. Mm-hmm. And you began to go and just talk about these people like this and, and call them out of their names and, and um, just judge, judge, judge and correct, correct, correct. All of that. It said, Jesus said, you stop whatever that that prayer that you just prayed is not in effect. You need to do things my way. Yeah. You need to do things how I, I do things. If you see somebody that is in the wrong, unless you are led by the Holy Spirit to speak. And the majority of the time, most people are not led you by the Holy led Spirit by to Holy, speak. Holy you, Spirit. you led by your own flesh. You yeah, led by your own your passion. Tongue, your tongue is is is, is uh, cutting that connection between you and God so you can hear the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it I mean, probably doesn't apply. I remember uh, many times Abram was said after he that his his tongue literally lit a fire and um not literally lit a fire, but you know, it uh something that could have been peaceful ended up blowing up in his face. And I remember he would come to me and he would say, I knew I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I just had this I just had this nudge inside of me that I should not have said that and so this whole blow up scene that that could have been prevented 
was not prevented because he didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. He didn't listen. He didn't listen to that inner man. And I think that's how we are right now. We're we're so quick to judge a matter. If you see there's something that is not right, pray. Do more praying. Use your tongue to pray. Pray for that person. Whether it's a pastor, whether it's a prophet, whether it's a brother, sister, mother, father, whatever it is, let your first reaction to be get on your knees and pray. And then let's see what what happens. You know, there's um, Smith Wigglesworth, I think it was in one of his books, uh, Ever, Ever Increasing Faith. He said, if you will spend so much time praying for these people instead of talking about them, you will realize that you can't, as you're fervently praying for them, you can't even speak against them. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be conviction. Be, yeah, you, you're already trying to help them, and you don't want your words to stop your own prayers. It's like, why would I say something wrong about you when I'm trying to help you, you know? And I think of this, um, this uh, country song. <laughs> oh, that gosh. says, how can I kiss the lips that is chewing on my rear end all day? <laughs> Something to that, you know. Right. And it's so it, it's, it really makes sense because say you're doing that to people and you're, you're talking about them and you're always riding them. But yet then at the end of the day, you want to kiss from them. Why well, want to kiss you? Yeah. Why well, want to be nice to you? Why well, I want to do anything for you. You you've been on me all day and you expect me to just in turn turn and like, hey, no, no. Yeah. No. And then we try to go to God. He sees all that we've been doing. And then, and then we try to go worship. We try to go sit at his feet. We try to go get some some insight from God. And we're wondering. Nothing's popping out on the page from on, on the page to us. Nothing is there's like this disconnect between you and God. And you're wondering, like, what is going on here? My relationship with God isn't growing. You may try to say it is, but there's nothing in your life that says that that that's happening. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why we have minimal gains in Christ. We have minimal gains uh, with relationships to other people. And you're saying, I'm doing this and doing that. But our tongue is steady shooting us in the foot. And our tongue can be so detrimental to us that it really just quenches the Holy Ghost. It quenches the blessings. It, it quenches yeah. all the re- your relationships with, with one another. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that if we go and, and we talk down on someone or we say choice things that we may not even try, that we even, and, and I get into that a lot. I, I say things that may be the truth, and I'm sure someone is uh, seconding that notion, may be the truth, but yet it may not be time for that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, and you're wondering, like, what, 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 what I say? And then this has happened literally, and they look at me like, you ain't got a clue, huh? You, you don't. And then <laughs> after a while, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And so that happens a lot with not just me, I'm sure, but with others. And you're wondering, why can't I get this? Like, what's going on here? And so to, to remedy that, you get in the way you read about what it says about our tongue james is talking about if you can move a ship just think of the titanic and it's like he's saying you can move a ship even when the winds are boisterous just just a little bit by the the helm yeah the helm you just move it a little bit and it'll be able to turn that whole that big old ship ship. yeah in the in In the midst of water and, and 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 wind and rain all of that you just move a little bit 
Mm. He's saying that's our our tongue. Wow. I mean, come on. You would steal yourself out of a hurricane just from the little hymn. Look, just just wow. think of that from a, our tongue perspective. What that actually means. The things that you can do with our tongue. I mean, you 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 can steal yourself out of danger. Or you can go into danger. Wherever you want to go with your tongue, that's where you can go. And I'll say this. There's a a lot of people we um we use our tongue for good or we use our tongue for evil. We we manipulate with our tongue. We yeah. say things, we we put different things in people with our tongue yeah. to get what we want. Yeah. And it, I mean, this thing can go on forever. And just think about women, men, they use their pickup line with their tongue. They seduce people with their not just their, you know, body, but it starts with their tongue. They they start talking. And we, we, we call it, you know, hey, let me go on, go on holler at you right quick. You know, I'm not going to get into that because somebody going to be like, oh, Abram, don't do that. You know, <laughs> but you know how men and women are, how we use our tongue to get what we want. Mm-hmm. What if we blessed the Lord God and and just loved on the Lord and then we love on people and we 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 share things that are edifying and instead of stupid stuff. You know, I'll use my tongue to say stupid stuff, you know. And so if we do that, instead of using our tongue for evil, we'll see our relationships grow and we will will be a more fulfilling life in in our relationships with with one another. You know, especially with, with some of us that are married, you know, if you're constantly getting on someone's nerves, saying things that isn't edifying or, or helping you guys relationship that's one thing that would e- immediately help mm-hmm. the relationship but it just doesn't start just oh, i'm just going to say nice things no it has to again start with our hearts first that's good. it's always yeah. going to begin with our hearts and then you know jesus talks about it's going to come out of come out yeah. of you come yeah. out it's going to it's going to be spoken and so yeah. whatever is in there is going to come out so we have to put what is That's put good. good things put the word the word in us in us so that it may come out and when i saw that i was doing it so flippantly just happened it's like wow i thought you know i'm saved i thought i you know i'm spending time with the lord but at the same time that was something that i needed to work on I needed to put word, more word. It's like, man, how much word do I need in me? Well, you need a lot more than what you're getting if that's the case yeah. for myself yeah. and you as well. And then that begins to come out and then you speak it out with your mouth, with your tongue. And then you see, you know what? Wow. I guess this thing is really true. What I was talking about. So. We'll, we'll wrap it up, but I, I did want to read James 3, just one or two verses in the Amplify because it's, it's really good. It says, verse 2, for we all stumble in sin in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, never saying the wrong thing, you know, that's, that's very difficult. He is a perfect man, fully developed in character without serious flaws, able to bridle his whole body and reign in his entire nature taming his human faults and weaknesses if you're able to watch what you say if you're able to guard your mouth and we'll finish it with with first peter 3 again um because that's that's such a such a good good scripture like april said it's in the book of psalms but i'm at first peter so i'll read it there we'll we'll end it with this and we can 
I don't know if we'll continue on on this. We probably will. But we're in a state of examining ourselves. So it says here, um, this is the in the Amplified. The one who wants to enjoy life and see good days, good whether apparent or not, must keep his tongue free from evil and his lips from speaking guile, treachery, or deceit. Guile, treachery, or deceit. If you want to see good, good days, many days, as that man that was 90 years old, and he said what he did, he said he asked the Lord to help him guard his tongue, to guard his mouth. That needs to be a prayer for all of us. Lord, help us to guard our tongue. And like Abram said, we need to put the word in us so that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks and we're speaking life and not cursing. We're, we're, we're blessing more than we are cursing more. We are examining ourselves. And this was a major thing for us to examine, for me to examine. And we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. By no means are we, are we perfect. We we still say to each other, 90-year-old man, 90-year-old man, yeah. to remind I, ourselves. I plan to be one. That's right. You know, if the and, Lord, and, and unless the 50, Lord comes first. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So examine yourselves in this area. Really, truly examine yourselves. Are you lining up in what the word says for you to do in the case of your tongue? Until next time.